to Recalculating. My name is Alana Kraus, and I'm joined by my father, Lee Kraus. We are a father-daughter duo who have spent the past year or so interviewing people from around the world regarding their life choices and decision-making, and we've developed a method to help people utilize critical thinking to drive better decision-making. The episode for today's podcast is What's in Your Backpack, and it's the starting content for our book, Recalculating. Mm-hmm. So um, What's in Your Backpack truly is the, the, where we start. It's going to have your skill sets, uh, experiences in your journal. It's really what's going to allow you to leverage your life skills in making better decisions in less time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really a kind of an important metaphor that as you go through life, you can continue to put skills in your backpack and leverage them. And you'll be very surprised to see how often you'll go back into your backpack and find a skill and realize I can use that to be successful. Mm -hmm. I can go off and try this job knowing that I have the skills to be successful, or even more importantly, realizing what skills you need to hone up on in order to succeed at a particular venture. And I mean, I think we should back up from there because it's kind of like, where are we even starting? So big picture, we're talking about decision-making and your life as a journey. And recalculating is giving you the tools to better navigate your journey through critical thinking skills to drive your decision-making. So with this metaphorical backpack, it's basically broken down to your toolbox of skills that you have, along with your journal of experiences that you've picked up along the way. And so you always have access to your backpack and it kind of helps you stay prepared and on the right track during your journey, right? I think that's well said. I think it's it's also easy to realize that it's ultimately really going to help you when you have pivots and have to make decisions on changing careers or adjusting your career, your backpack really is what you can fall back on. So I think that's a, a good good way to look at it. And it will be key uh, throughout your journey. It will be a key component of success in your journey. Yeah, and I mean, like, just big picture looking at this concept. I remember, like, prior to all this curriculum, feeling... Like there was always a lot of pressure with kind of like deciding, you know, which internship to pick over another option. Right. Or like to choose one course versus another. And it often caused like decision paralysis where I just felt like I don't know which of these options is better. And I feel like with the mind shift of thinking about, well, what's in your backpack, it kind of takes the pressure off because you understand that, well, regardless of what situation you pick, you're still going to be building things for your backpack and moving forward. Mm-hmm. Even a really good example in uh, some of the interviews we did, we had uh, a person that was pursuing a profession that was not really um, paying very well and realized that past experiences in running a family business was something that she could leverage in uh, deviating or taking advantage of in 
her profession. I think that's that's the type of life skills that are in your backpack that you can fall back on and knowing that they're there. Yeah. And even for like in some of the interviews, right, where people picked an internship and ended up hating it and felt like really frustrated that it was such a waste of their time. But really, if you think about it with what's in your backpack, it's actually a really valuable experience to know, wow, I hate this kind of work. And that really sets the direction for where you're moving. And it's actually kind of good to learn that now instead of later on down the road. So when we look at it, you know, we broke the backpack up into three components. So let's dive into each of those components and give some examples and and discuss that. So the three components in the backpack were really made up of your toolbox or training or skills that are learned, your experiences, and then your journal were the three major components for that we considered to be part of the backpack. And it was one thing that was very interesting to me when we first started out, we really looked at the concept of a toolbox. What are all the tools that you have that allow you to be successful? How can you evaluate your tools? Yeah. And I remember like thinking, wow, this is really interesting to think of it that way. But a lot of these tools are like much more formalized, like whether it's a certain degree or a certificate or like I'm just really good at math instead of your experiences, you know, which you're kind of building through your journal. So let's give some examples. So when we talk about formal training, I think formal training is the easiest one. You know, we look at it, whether it be high school, college, post degrees, really all fitting into a skill set that you want to leverage in your job. However, I think more importantly, uh, when you get your first job, what you trained in college versus the skills that you use in your first job aren't always in alignment. I mean, part of that also was just a process to allow you to excel in a field, not necessarily would you use every single one of those skills in the field. And I think that really starts to play an important role that just because you graduate with a computer engineering degree or material science degree or a degree in literature, does that mean that those that is the only skills that you're going to use to be successful? And I think that will also come apart. I also think along the way, there's things like certifications that become an important step in stone, especially in the computer field. Yeah. You know? And I think, too, like when we were talking about how one of your tools could just be your degree, I think a lot of times people overlook like small details or like certain classes or skills that they gained in this big picture degree, right? You could say, oh, I got trained in material science and engineering, but actually I have a lot of work in this specific type of coding or in this specific type of writing or this like program, right? And those are tools that you can leverage as well as your overall degree. I also think it's also important to look at vocational training. You know, I mean, I was in a meeting and they were talking about how there was such a terrible shortage of people that understood diesel engines and be able to maintain and support them. I think you also see that in robotics, being able to support the mechanics of the robots and things of that nature all play into it. So vocational training, I think, is already always important. You know, I mean, not everyone has to get a college degree. You can get vocational training and do extremely well, whether you go into becoming an electrician, a plumber, things of that nature all fit yeah. into some level of formal training that I think encompasses that kind of toolbox. 
In fact, we even talked about, you know, if you're an electrician, you know, what what's in your toolbox? You know, right. you need certain tools, same type of metaphor, but it's it's the ability to have that training. Yeah, and I think um, another thing, too, is for people to understand that, like, different personality traits um, can also be considered tools in your toolbox, right? Like certain types of communication or strategic thinking, like that all makes you a unique individual and helps you kind of differentiate yourself from other people. Mm -hmm. I think that really starts to get into some of the experiences, you know, whether you have experience in an internship, whether you have experiences um, developing web tools, coding, or just generally skilled in graphic design or arts. These are all capabilities that you can ultimately leverage along your journey. And I think that that becomes really key because you may see an opportunity and say, wow, you know, I mean, I can use my graphic design skills or I can use my communication skills or play with it in uh, web design or game design. I think that those are all the things that there's a lot of stuff in your backpack and you don't realize you can leverage it. So you, you may want to enter into the gaming industry. Well, to get into the gaming industry, you may be able to leverage your graphic design skills, right, as your entry point into that. I think those are the types of things that the backpack can be super helpful on in allowing you to achieve those things. Mm-hmm. So shall we like walk through this process? I think before we do that, the one thing that I'd like to focus on is the journal. And I think it's really key that somehow you're documenting it. And whether you're documenting it on a daily basis, whether you're documenting it monthly, weekly, whatever really works for you. But the fact that you are taking notes and keeping track of things that worked well, things that didn't work well, decisions that you made, how they turned out and things of that nature by keeping this journal, I think it's really important. And I can tell you from my experiences, I've been in meetings where people have their little journal and they're writing in it then and there. I've been in other meetings where they got to dig into the backpack, literally dig into their backpack to find their journal and be able to put entries in it. I even remember a joke with your mom. Um, She would be keeping track of everything that was being done and everything that needed to be done. And I I said there was a higher probability she would lose her journal, lose my mind because I was keeping track of it in my head. But I realized that, you know, you, you do need to write it down and be able to go back to it. And I think that's an important concept to get early on, because if you can keep that journal, that journal has a lot of interesting things you can go back on and understand what worked and what didn't work. Right. And so are you talking about like literally just a, an actual, you know, documentation of like beyond a resume? So like a re- resume plus introspection to it or? I mean, whether you keep it as your resume is one way, that's an extremely high level. But I actually think that there is a physical journal, whether it be real paper or whether it be on your computer, that you're keeping track of major events that occurred. And again, it's really up to you to determine what the right level is. Some people may want to be very detailed. And and my suggestion really is to start out being detailed and get to the level of, of something that you can maintain. But if you think about it, it is anytime you're making key decisions, I think you want an entry in the journal that you can look back on. What worked really well? What did I learn from it? You know what I mean? 
and and leverage that into the future because you it will help your success or also look at wow i'm looking at this new company to determine whether or not i should join them and i'm looking at the options that they're giving and trying to sell options to us but then i realize that in general most of the options never pan out you know maybe should i should i really just look to get paid up front you know what are the trade-offs that you're working in what have you been burned on i think those things writing them down physically is good if all you want to do is keep it in a, a running resume i think that's a start too mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah because i feel like before all of this things would just be in my head right like decisions that were painful or things that I've been burned on, I felt like, well, I could just keep track of them. But over time, you kind of lose sight of it. So (laughs) some sort of forum to keep track. So for me, I actually have a physical paper journal. And uh, I'll note into it things that are happening, things that are important to me, things uh, that I've done and want to see what the outcome is so that I can go back and say, well, I decided to go to bid on these different programs. Was it the right decision? Was it the wrong decision? We chose to team with somebody. Was that the right decision or wrong decision and why, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that for me right now, I, I put it in, in paper. And the reason I ended up putting in paper versus a computer was paper was always next to me. Now, I guess maybe you can just do it on your phone. Maybe yeah, I just have a little notes app that I'll just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put it in there. So, you know. Whatever works, though. One of us is young and hip. (laughs) I do what I can. (laughs) I think one last thing, and then let's dive into it, is that, you know, the concept of the backpack has resonated well with a number of people that we talked to. It wasn't something that we had to invent. People were already referring it that way. I think that that gives more um, credence to what we're doing, that it's something that makes sense and people can use it and maintain it easily. Yeah, like I remember that one interview where the girl, she was about to graduate college and we started talking about the backpack concept. She's like, my mom has been saying something like that for years, but like now this gives me a lot more background to, you know, like what this actually means and how I can apply it to my life. I thought that was so funny. So I guess, Alana, so what's in your backpack? Yeah, no, great question. So in terms of what's in my toolbox, which is kind of like more formalized training, it's basically, I mean, I have a degree in material science and engineering with a minor in business. I think another thing that's a little bit more formalized is Yeah, okay. So I guess formal training, like not only college degree, high school degree, I've gotten different certifications in different programming languages. I have some analytical skills based off of some of the academic research that I had done within college. I know how to read a balance sheet because of my business minor. I feel like another thing is like I have skills related to cooking and I got those from guidance from grandma and YouTube videos and so there's like a wide range right uh, I so mean let's we talk some of your experiences so uh, you were an international competitor in future problem solving you uh, started a future problem solving school 
you uh, did research in problem solving in education. You know what I mean? Those are all experiences that play in your backpack, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you did an a internship at Princeton. Mm-hmm. So what did you do there? Yeah, and so I was working in their chemical engineering laboratory. Like within that experience, I learned a lot about not only the chemical process of hydrogenation, but also I learned that being in a lab all day with not a ton of interaction with people was not like my ideal situation. And so kind of the good and the bad of that experience, I was able to learn something that helped me to decide later on, you know, whether or not to go to grad school or to start working, right? And did you have internships along the way at companies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had two internships, both in kind of research and development. And so those were really good because not only was I learning more like business related experiences, but I was also learning kind of how to market myself within the process. I think those were all good skills to take, you know, from it and put it in my journal. Mm-hmm. What about writing skills, math skills? I think it's like important to do this kind of thought exercise and say, okay, what are the experiences that I have had that help to help build on my journal and to, you know, give me information and and direction for what I should do moving forward and, you know, what goals I should be working on. So, I mean, it's, it's a really interesting concept to kind of sit down and do this forum of introspection and to do it kind of often, right? A lot of times I feel like you have experiences and you don't realize the information you're getting from them. I think that's that's well said and important. I also think that there's some level, you did some traveling too that played into it as well, seeing how others lived and worked. You did a travel abroad, you know, study abroad and yeah. that was that engineering workshop you went to school. Yeah, and sustainability base. And I mean, I think also um, it's important to consider some of the like quote-unquote failures that you experience and have those build in your journal, right? Like, whether it be the first time I got like a 30% on an exam, realizing, you know, that you have to change your study habits to actually understanding the material instead of just kind of memorizing how to solve the problems. Or even, you know, getting rejected from all the internship positions that I applied to. And what I learned from it is, you know, a lot of resilience and that sometimes you can do all the right things and it comes down to a matter of chance for what you try for, but there's always options that you can pivot to, you know, so. Yeah, that's good. good, really good. So one of the things that I think is important is as we start to list what's in your backpack to be able to do an honest assessment of, do you really have that skill? So uh, I can do web design. Well, can I really do web design? You know what I mean? Or I think I'm good at graphic art and I may be okay in it, but is that really where I want to leverage in pursuing things? Or do I have the skill set or math understanding to go into engineering? Um, Do I have the uh, perseverance to succeed? Um, I think that all those fit into being able to give yourself an honest assessment of the skill sets that you have, because that's going to become critically important when we look at um, choosing your destination. 
yeah. when you start to look at choosing a destination, it's really what's in your backpack is going to determine what it's going to take for you to get to that destination. So if you want to be a doctor, right, and you're looking at, you know, what your undergraduate going to be, what do you want to specialize in, the road that's going to take you there, you know, what I mean, what's what's how's that going to happen? Do you have the skills? Or do you want to hone up on the skills in order to do that? Yeah. And, and I mean, I think you bring up a good point regarding like kind of there's two choices you have when deciding how to connect your backpack to your overall destination. You have like the paved road, which is pursuing something that comes more easily to you. And that's kind of you have those tools already available, kind of like what you were saying. If math and memorization come easily to me like maybe pursuing a goal related to these skills would be good versus the other option is the dirt road that's still being created, which is something, a road you would take if you want to pursue what doesn't necessarily come easy to you, but you feel passionate about and like you're up for overcoming those obstacles to reach your goal. Mm -hmm. I think that's as long as you can honestly understand what you're in for and have a plan, I think you will succeed and or explore and determine that what I thought I was getting into versus the reality is different and I want to do something else. I think you see that a lot, too, with not giving an honest assessment. You go into a field and then realize that the job opportunities there are not at all what you want to do. Yeah. And you thought it was an easy way to get a degree, but then realize the value of what you have isn't what you were expecting. Mm-hmm. And I think that becomes a key but really gets down to though when we say how do you honestly assess that math is something that i excel at Mm -hmm. yeah i mean well how did you do on the sats did did you really do well or did it happen to be a bad day yeah i mean or do you want to take the time to hone up those skills and learn those skills in order to be able to do it i think Mm -hmm. those are the types of things that become really key. Um, I also think that um, I always had the saying that given enough time and money, I could figure anything out. Mm -hmm. And it really comes down to that, putting the time and money to get those skills in order to succeed and be honest about it, where you're Mm -hmm. starting from, where you're going to end up, and what's the cost to get there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you look at some of the things that you said in your backpack, let's, you know, dive in a little bit. I think that the work that you've done in critical thinking is, is a capability that, you know, you've really leveraged throughout your career so far. And even in recalculating, it's something that started as a passion. And even though it may be a small component in your backpack, it actually has had a huge impact. If we honestly look at some of the other things in your backpack, if you look at physics, it is an area that when you first started, it wasn't at all anything that you wanted to. Um, I hated physics. <laughs> right. But then now you realize the beauty of it and enjoy it. So yeah, yeah. I think it's just getting a professor or a mentor that exposed the beauty of it. I think that those are things that when you start to do an assessment, if we did an assessment in your freshman year, you would have said you hated physics and I'm out of here versus what you would say about it today. I think those are things that become interesting and being able to be honest about it and understand what is it going to take for you to improve those skills. I think another important point, too, is 
understanding the time frame and kind of the grace associated with adding things to your toolbox versus not, right? So for example, like we were saying at the beginning of freshman year, if you asked me, is physics something that's in your toolbox? I would have said, heck no, I just like bombed that exam and this class is the worst, right? But like after a couple of years and, you know, teachers and mentors who helped me better understand the material, now I would say it's a fundamental part of my toolbox, right? I became a teaching assistant for a physics-based class. So if at that initial point of freshman year, I said, no, this is totally not in my toolbox, that would not have been the best call, right? So understanding what's that time frame that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So I think we can kind of close out this session with just, I think it's very clear that you need a backpack. It's very clear that you need to be honest about what your skill set is in that backpack because you're gonna leverage it throughout your journey. I also think it's really important to don't underestimate your experiences because they can serve you well later in life. I also think that no matter what is in your backpack, you have the ability to hone those skills over time if that you have the passion and that's something that you want to do. Don't let anyone say you can't do it. It's just the amount of time and energy that it will take to do it is really what I think people need to understand. And then finally, um, as we continue on in the podcast, we'll actually show how you can leverage what's in that backpack to pivot and, and change your potential course. For sure. And I mean, and also hear directly from people about what skills or traits, you know, are in their toolbox and their journal that compose of their backpack. And so right now, I mean, if you find it hard to identify what skills you have or what qualities stand out, um, something we recommend is like just trying to write these things out or even Think about like frequent compliments you receive from others or ask friends and family and coworkers because they might have a better idea of what's in your backpack than you do. Yeah. All right. That's it for today. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later, Dad. Yeah, that's right.